You're listening to a fresh new podcast on healing, spiritual development, nutrition, energy work, and sometimes aliens. From the owner of the celebrity acclaimed Raw Republic Juice Bar and Wellness Center in New Orleans, Louisiana, Sheena Manina. Yes, that's her real name. This is Raw Talk with Sheena. Here we go. Pick up the mic. We're recording. (laughs) All right. We're... we're (laughs) We spend like an hour talking, catching up. And they're like, hurry up. We record the, the podcast and then we re-record the podcast. Yeah, basically. Is what happens. Well, I haven't seen you in like, well, I haven't even talked to you in like since last week. So. Wait, I'm sorry. What? I don't know. I don't understand time. I talked to you yesterday. Uh-huh. <laughs> this morning, yesterday, the day before, the night before. No, I don't think so. Oh, well, okay. I haven't seen you since Friday, I think. Or Thursday of last week. Right? We talk hourly. Let's no, we con- do not. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, we definitely don't. In the scheme of, of <laughs> the playouts of my life, we talk quite regularly. It pretty, pretty much as regularly as I like look in the mirror, that's probably how much I talk to you. I don't feel like you look in the mirror very often, so that probably is a correct assumption. Well, it to- feels like, you know... <laughs> It feels like you have to look in the mirror continuously, right? Like, are you saying Like, every time you go to the bathroom, every time you brush your teeth, every time you oh, wash your hands. Okay. Like, I'm saying it's a pretty just, regular occurrence. Just in the morning like, and at not night. Not something that you, like, give a lot of significance to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which is kind of like, <laughs> you're just basically, you're there. Right, I'm not significant at all in your life. No, is what you're it's saying. just constant. <laughs> <laughs> it just is. Right, I'm like gravity. I'm a constant. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Well, we were just talking about Frankie and Grace. Mm-hmm. You're Grace welcome. And, Grace and Frankie is what yeah, it's called. That actually, is what it's, it's called. a show on Netflix. Yeah. So With you're Jane welcome, Fonda everyone. And Lily who Tomlin has heard about this show through us because it's comedy gold. There it really will, is. There will never be something like this, and there is nothing, but that has preceded this that is similar. I agree. It's so wonderful. It is. And the main stars are two 80-year-old women. Actually, That's crazy. they're 80 in real life. 79 really? Did and you 78. Go- what? Jane That's Fonda nuts. is, in fact, 79 years old. That's awesome. Yep. I can I can relate. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We probably have similar thoughts. Yes. Yeah. Um, so check that out, you guys, when you have a chance. Uh, it's three seasons on Netflix, and the fourth season is coming out in the spring. Thank oh, God. Because I'm like nearing the end. Yeah, I'm and only I on never episode wanted five to end of season it's one. It's so, so good. It yeah, is. Very you good. would be watching it at a, quite a glacial pace. Well, you know, when, when you're 80 years old, it takes a while to understand some things, okay? <laughs> like how to do technology. Grace has it down. She has the yeah. Wii down. She has iPhone down. Really? I'm, I haven't gotten to that part oh, yet. Oh, yeah. She, I mean, they're recording videos of themselves. I got the idea of recording a video of myself from oh Frankie and Grace. So much in my life is paralleled through this show. It's uncanny. Your life is inspired by Grace and Frankie. The whole show. Every single thing that I see in the show, I'm like... Mm-hmm. Represented in this aspect of my life, mm-hmm. represented in this aspect of my life, constantly. You, you really are Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not, uh, and I refuse to be. Yep. <laughs> I want to be only components seen of both. 
<laughs> I've only seen five episodes. I'd like to think that I brush my hair and wear makeup every once in a while. She does. Frankie? Yeah. No, she, she doesn't. I think she does. I would like to think that I can be comfortable pulling myself together in, an, in a uniform look like Grace. Mm-hmm. Instead of just like being silence okay <laughs> i didn't say anything Quiet. actually but you heard my thoughts i did yeah and it was rude <laughs> i know it was <laughs> i'm not gonna deny it it's rude anyway i love you a lot i'm transformational and so anything that i want to be <laughs> a part of my reality i can make a part of my reality i agree it you is go, girl okay yeah there we go um <laughs> this ties into what i was thinking about today which was related to <clears throat> The last podcast that we recorded with Melissa. Uh-huh. So sweet old Melissa. Melissa Joy Johnson. It was a really, really good podcast. It actually really, really was. It provided yeah. some really good content. And um, what I was thinking about when I was kind of reflecting on what we talked about was that Melissa is so great at saying what she's good at. Yeah. And she's very forthcoming about it. And also, she can decide to be good at anything at any given moment and state that. And it be true. It becomes her reality. That's cool. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I do. And, and what, I was, what was significant about that to me was the fact that I was kind of thinking, you know, we, we were both kind of just talking about our um, reality in this world and, and mm-hmm. all those things. And what, I, what was coming to mind is that... We were talking about men and female as well. Yeah. Man and fe- Male and female. Male and female yep. would, be, would be that. M- men and women. Yes. Man and woman. Yes. <laughs> and there's a lot of stability on the male side in terms of like, I don't think that most men are questioning like how to portray themselves on social media. I don't think that most men are questioning, you know, I don't, I don't really think that that is the norm so much as it is for women. And, and also like our, um, capacity for, uh, comedy and also entertainment and things like that, I think have been pretty stagnant. Mm -hmm. And so what I, and stagnant in a way that like, I think that a lot of women who are doing things like what we're doing right now, recording a podcast, Uh um, talking publicly, um, even even if they're if they have shows and things like that, there's a lot of self-deprecation mm-hmm. for comedy for women. It's very interesting, and I think that that's why I have such an appreciation for Frankie and Grace because they are so funny without being self-deprecating and actually like rewarding their their characteristics that they like. Mm-hmm. And I also really like that about Melissa. That is very interesting that you came to those realizations yeah do you do you have any response to that (laughs) (laughs) well I've never thought of that before I like I haven't thought about it um because I do understand where you're coming from but I feel like okay to use this as an example I feel like I have integrated that pretty well for myself and there was a there was a turning point for me in high school where I decided I wasn't going to be self-deprecating in a way that is 
um, tearing myself down in any way or, or whatever. For other people's enjoyment. Right. Because that's usually what it's for, right? Usually. Yeah. Typically. We're putting ourselves down to make someone else feel more comfortable and also to make people laugh. And sometimes also to see their reaction to validate whether or not what you said is true. Because... So then none of those things are progressive. Oh my God, the most beautiful hawk just flew over your head. That's awesome. Wow. I had a butterfly fly on my head today. That was so amazing. God, I'm awesome. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm just going off of your theme of, of building yourself up, you know? But I, I don't know if many people reflect on the impact of that and and yeah. watch their their <clears throat> habits and the ways that they talk about themselves i definitely find myself being in that same um in that same story as well and it's something that i work through also mm-hmm. you know because it's a lot easier to have a conversation or to just say something you know and we should maybe question like the first thing that comes to mind but people are oftentimes uncomfortable in the silence. Mm-hmm. So we're just, we're filling the silence with noise, especially with people who we aren't that comfortable with or with ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, just creating that constant static electricity in the background so that we don't have to look at what is real and the way that we feel in that moment. Mm-hmm. But I find that not doing that creates so much frustration. Do you find the same? Not doing... Participating in the noise consistently. Not participating in the noise consistently. No, participating in the noise consistently. Okay. My... The way that I feel after that is generally very frustrated. Oh, yeah. I feel that way if... Well, because I feel... I guess I feel, like, scattered. It's like your energies scatter when you participate in the constant noise and I didn't realize that until I started meditating or utilizing you know an active form of meditation or or doing things with myself it doesn't even have to be a meditation it's just doing things with myself it could be a bike ride or reading a book or something but I didn't realize how much I was participating in the noise until I pulled away from it. And now I crave pulling away from it because it, it is painful being in a constant noise. Right. But sometimes we don't even know that that's what we're doing until we're at the point of frustration, which is what I was explaining to you was Mm -hmm. the way that I felt last night. I was so frustrated, but I had been working all day. Um, on my computer I was answering emails I was on my phone all day Mm -hmm. there's not a lot I do wonder people who are constantly posting and also have online businesses and things like that Mm -hmm. I wonder if they've just learned to deal with it or if they've built in some sort of barrier or like check system where they they know they have to get up and and move or Disconnect. I mean, holy shit. It depends on what is going on in that person's life or what programs are running. Because I feel like some people thrive off of it. Some people would feel uncomfortable without the noise. 
That's, some, that's scary. Well, it's also... Because then, because I feel like if you are so immersed in the noise, mm-hmm. it's very hard to find your your truth. So you're just, you, you, you might be building on the momentum of what is happening in the world and around you, but are you actually like piercing the reality of who you are in that moment to create what your soul is inspired to create in whatever way it's inspired? I think some people have a, might have a false sense. Well, no, I would don't even want to say a false sense. It's just a different sense than what I would feel because that they do feel that they are in tune with themselves, but they're not realizing that maybe there's a subtlety there of energy running through why they're doing what they're doing. And it might be dictated by society and not by them. Mm -hmm. But I don't think some people see it that way. All I'm hearing in my ear right now is LA, 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 LA. Not that every, not that everyone there is that way, mm-hmm. but that is an undercurrent that I feel when I'm there. Mm. Very interesting. Just because yeah. I think it's just so the society is so um, immersed in the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. and and I think that this is probably true for most industries. But when you're in LA, it's like you're in it. If you're at a restaurant, you're right. around. You well, know. it's also a, a vortex is over there. So it is an undeniable energy there that sucks you in. And it's like really like a current in the ocean. It pulls you in and it's hard to get out of it. It's kind of like, I know, I don't know if you know this, but it's on Finding Nemo when they're, the turtles are going in that current and it's like it sucks you in. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. I knew you wouldn't know, but (laughs) for normal people who actually grew up in America (laughs) as a child and participated in childlike activities, Finding Nemo, (laughs) there is a scene in Finding Nemo where all these turtles are in this current coming from Australia to like migrate and you get like the rest of the oceans like calm and whatever, but there's this current and you get sucked in and you go like at an exponential rate, like way faster. And you're just like flowing with the current. Like you can't help but flow with it. Mm -hmm. And you don't like stop to question what's going on around you. That just kind of popped up into my head for, for those visual people out Mm -hmm. there who need to like visualize what we're talking about when you're in Los Angeles. Yeah. And I actually love being in California I do yeah me too but I do think that there's and I love I love being everywhere in the world for everything that it provides whatever different places different frequency different experience um Mm -hmm. but I think that what I'm I'm just kind of recognizing and noticing is that and especially the more and more people who are reaching out to us Mm -hmm. whose lives feel like they're kind of crashing down a little bit are in situations where for the first time they're questioning their life Mm -hmm. and it feels very different and for some people uncomfortable to begin detaching from that societal norm you know we were just again talking about weddings and baby showers and all those things Mm -hmm. like you know would are you still a mother if you don't have a baby shower are you still a wife if you don't have the wedding that is, you know, portrayed on social media and is that okay? And is it, is it okay for you to just, 
you know, do whatever is, is called to you and feels good. Right. You know, not Mm -hmm. for everyone. A party is not, doesn't feel good is not exciting. Um, but there are a lot of people who are just kind of making amendments Mm -hmm. to doing those things that are expected. Right. um, Cultural norms because they're afraid to do what actually feels good. You know what, sir, (laughs) (laughs) police officer there. That was, Oh no, this would happen to us. There is a, funeral procession stop going past the us front right door now. Oh <laughs> there's a literal hearse passing us death <laughs> okay death. um <laughs> you are so morbid i cannot believe <laughs> cultural norms say that you are a rude person right now <laughs> cultural norms would say that but you know i know maybe i don't want a funeral procession like that I don't know what I want. I haven't decided. Well, luckily and, you won't have to decide anytime soon. And you can't really soon. decide that in the moment. So I guess you get right. got to be pretty clear before you decide to hit the hay. You, you got to have it a writing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on from the death rebirth situation signs that the universe is presenting us right now. Death of the cultural norms. It's also interesting to be buried on a Tuesday. Well, they're going against cultural norms. Then. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> Okay, so back to the weddings. I was going to say some people might feel obligated to have a wedding because, you know, well, this one invited me to their wedding and I have to invite them back and all this kind of stuff. But what if you secretly, internally wanted to save that money? Well, not even save it. Just designate that money going towards a... uh, wedding to something that feels good or or a house or yeah, a trip and, and for some people the wedding experience. might feel like that it definitely parties may oh be gosh, like absolutely. your thing it may be the most fun thing ever to like plan a party and like have flowers and de- decorate it, it exactly and design it exactly and exactly what they're inspired to do and exactly what they want but as long as it's coming from their heart and the depths of their soul that that is what they're connected to and that's the way they want to celebrate and express themselves in the universe then that is perfect but it's hard when you are in a culture where that is the standard but secretly you're thinking oh gosh I really just want to you know get a document signed by the court and then I want to go have a fun party with like five of my best friends or couples and go to Europe and maybe I pay for their plane tickets instead of paying for a wedding Mm -hmm. you know like something like that would be awesome you know, that you would be great if that's whatever. what you decided. Because you want to go to Europe for free. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you are Frankie. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> that would be very yep. fun. <laughs> All right. Well, I might do it for you. Yeah, I would do it for you. Kay. I'm going to plan your wedding for me. Yep. Of Perfect. course. Yep. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know why it seems significant to be talking about it in this way because that like a wedding and marriage is not really part of my reality at this moment. I yeah. have a boyfriend, but we are both luckily on the same page of just not really needing to get married mm-hmm. at this time and, um, or procreate at this time. Thank God we're on the same page with that. <laughs> the universe might not be on the you. same page with that. So you better, I'm, you better watch I'm it. I'm totally <laughs> open to what, I know whatever you is, you know, comes into my field whatever but yeah. I, but I'm happy to be in a relationship where we're not pressured go- that's not the goal 
of this moment mm-hmm. of our right. life. I mean, y'all are giving birth on the constant to businesses. Right. So there's that. There's a lot of creative energy going into that. So, right. Yeah. It's and just, we have it's Curtis. So, Curtis, your dog. Yes. He takes up a lot of attention and time that would take away from a human being right. child. So, yeah. Right. And I'm not willing to give that to something else at the moment. <laughs> Luckily, we're on the same page with that. But anyway, yeah. so I don't know why that example wanted to come through. Well, I think it's just very relatable. Like, yeah, you and I don't normally talk about that kind of stuff. But I think... Except it, if I'm complaining about all the weddings that I have to go to. <laughs> or bridal showers. Or baby showers. I usually don't go. And I'm in, not in a way that's like disrespectful or like, I hate you. Um but I generally do have other things that I'm doing. That's nice. <laughs> I'll be sure to not put you on the list. <laughs> well, like, for example, Giselle, our friend Giselle that many of our listeners know about, like, her baby shower was, I think, two weeks ago mm-hmm. or last week. And physically, I had so much going on. Emotionally, I had so much going on. And it does feel so amazing to have friends that like completely understand and she knows that we will that we're going to celebrate in our own way at Mm -hmm. another time oh yeah and it's just more in alignment with Mm -hmm. with me like I do want to celebrate the things that I'm inspired to Mm -hmm. talk about with you and connect with with you about um but that has to be inspired yeah well even her Giselle's so great because her baby shower was even so um no frills she's like it's a non-baby shower baby shower so come if you want it's mostly just to hang out and celebrate a life that's coming in but don't come if you can't you know it's not that big of a deal she didn't want any presents you know she's just like i just want people to take you know this time to hang out with each other celebrate and giselle's the very good godmother yeah of life (laughs) we love you giselle whittington and this is this is my reality right now next year i may be like throwing the party of the century for my wedding who knows and then no one's most likely no no one's gonna show up which would totally be fine too (laughs) well this is the oh this is not true this is actually the reality Uh is that if you do something that's so in alignment with you you don't need anyone else to participate Mm -hmm. you're so happy with the decision like eating mcdonald's if you're so aligned with that you don't need anyone else to eat mcdonald's with you well there's that (laughs) but you also don't need anyone like nothing anyone says about it is going to affect you like whether it's good or bad yeah it's just not going to affect you because you're so aligned with what what it is you're doing the difference is finding the confidence in what that is for you in every given moment because we were just talking about you know Mm -hmm. yesterday I was working from home and I decided to work from home and that experience being in some ways comfortable and in some ways not comfortable Mm -hmm. it made so much more logical sense it felt so much better physically I needed to do that yeah despite what what my schedule has been or or is going to be just it just and I have the capacity to do that Mm -hmm. so and I was working but there is something inside of me that fights that experience or feels like maybe maybe I have to overwork if I'm working from home. Like it's like, like a proving, right? And right. so we were just talking about, you know, being in the presence of your decision and being confident and immersed in them mm-hmm. so deeply that 
other people you don't you don't have to prove anything and i think well to yourself mostly like it doesn't matter what other people say or think if you're feeling uncomfortable you're going to project that onto somebody walking into your house and and you're immediately going to be defensive and they're like i don't care what you do and you're like realizing wow i'm convincing myself to feel good about what it is that i'm doing because i'm so uncomfortable with right doing what i'm doing i think the communication of what we're supposed to be doing is so subtle mm-hmm. that it takes a very it takes someone who well I think that we all have the capacity to be this person and I think that this is what we guide people towards but just mm-hmm. it's not even confidence it's it's more so just about an, a love of self in a mm-hmm. way that's so gentle and understanding that nothing is required other than just like being and whatever that looks like and honoring that that inspiration is being supported by the things around you you know like even if in that moment you're inspired to do nothing even if for a week you're inspired to do nothing right knowing and feeling that trust and understanding for yourself also tells you that when it is required that you do something that will be the inspire that that will be the inspiration why can't we live like that why can't we be easier on ourselves and just like go with the flow i think that there's some people who have gotten to that point yeah there are some people who have gotten to that point but then there is, you know, also the reality of life. I have a job. I have kids. I have bills to pay. I have, you know, uh, this car note. I have this and that and whatever. So I can't just do nothing for a week, you know? So how can you find moments of doing nothing within that construct of reality that is a current um, thing in your life? And then eventually get to a point to where you can be comfortable taking a week off doing seemingly nothing but you're doing in that doing nothing you're doing so much for yourself Mm -hmm. right and for some people it may not look like that for some people it may look like a completely different trajectory of Mm -hmm. of a work experience or it may be you know being a stay-at-home mom and also feeling comfortable taking a week-long personal vacation Mm -hmm. um i was what what just popped in my head was my session with richard bartlett oh i love him that you got me for my birthday yeah so i had a session with richard bartlett he's the creator and teacher of matrix energetics and very interesting individual Mm-hmm. And he told he told me in my session, which I tried to record, but I had <laughs> earphones in and didn't recognize that I did, which was intentional, I'm sure. Yeah, the universe but, was like, you must never hear this again. And I am remembering different things at different times. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I remember is him saying, I plan nothing. I'm so immersed in the moment that I plan nothing and he Mm -hmm. so what what Richard does and what he talks about is 
energetically using frequency and field flows to create an experience in the physical and emotional body. And the way that he did that for me was that, and it, and it reacts differently physically in everyone. So mm-hmm. for me to experience what he was saying, when he started throwing frequencies and fields and, and things like that at me. Energy, yeah. My, I started hyperventilating. Mm-hmm. And I got to the point of hyperventilating basic, and I'm describing it as hyperventilation, but I mean, it could have just been deep breathing that kind of got me out of my body. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was very a part of my body because I could feel every single breath. Mm-hmm. But the experience of being in that experience was such a pure state of nothingness and, and truly letting go of the outcome and the expectation there, there was no thought in that state. And even though I feel that I incorporate some of that in my life, you know, I am meditating and things like that. I don't, I don't go there. Mm -hmm. That is, that is a state in which I do feel like other people may have the capacity to reach very quickly, but that to be in that state for me, it just revealed to me how much more I have to let go and be okay yeah. with mm-hmm. and which which also reveals how much I'm holding on to yeah definitely and it, and what is the you know if I understand reality and I understand you know what we perceive to be reality but I also mm-hmm. really believe that this reality is not really reality and so a lot of, if I didn't have like the spiritual compass, if I didn't have this communication with self, if I didn't have this curiosity mm-hmm. to inquire about something beyond this physical existence, I, w- I think that I would feel quite miserable. Because yeah. I think that as, not just us, but I think a lot of people at this time are, are being guided towards living in that way so that the world can change. I feel like reality is only as real as your beliefs about it are, you know, like if you are going to believe that reality is very, you know, constructed and there's like no room for change or anything that's, you know, as real as it's going to get. But if you change your beliefs up about what reality is, then reality can change for you. Interesting. Yeah. But I feel like what you were saying about um, let, like realizing how much you have to let go, it does, like I've noticed that I will say I have a running list of things to do in my mind. And I feel like if I let go of that list that I have running through my head, I'm going to lose something or not have control over something if I were to stop thinking about it for even a moment. I feel like, oh God, if I stop thinking about this, I'm going to, it's a false sense of losing control of something or like losing something or, or missing out on an opportunity or, you know, should'ves, could'ves, you know, all of those things, letting go of that list in my head. And so I just <laughs> keep it running through my head, stressing myself out, at a constant rate through the whole day instead of 
allowing myself to get caught up in the moment. And I'll have days where I allow myself to get caught up in the moment and then other days where I'm not so good at it. And I just have that list running and running and running and it's depleting and depleting and draining and draining. And by the end of the day, I'm like, and does what? it actually achieve the outcome? It's not accomplishing anything. Doesn't accomplish that. You're thing. right. Yeah, and so it's like, what is that that humans have in them that has to, you know, hold on and grasp grasp so tightly the things that are, you know, um, intangible, those thoughts and and lists and fears and all those things that we hold on to as a sense to give us boundaries of what reality is for yourself in that day. I feel like those things that you hold on to create little like fences around you feeling safe and secure. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, I'm relating to my reality based off of what's what I've set up in my mind around me. So that I'm like, oh, okay, I'm, I am me, I am a business owner, I have responsibilities, I have to email this person back, I have to call that person, I have to create at the same time and, and be stellar at a social media post, I have to inspire people, I have to speak, I have to, you know, all these things where I'm like, okay, what if I let go of all of those things, what would my reality look like? And that's when deep-seated things come up for you to sit with and say, okay, sit down, Look at what's coming up. What are the frequencies? What's the energy running beneath all of those things that you've told yourself you are in your head for this reality? What are those underlying subtle frequencies going on? Is it self-worth? Is it control patterns? Is it fear? Is it is it love? Are you doing things out of love? Or are you doing things out of joy? Are you inspired? Are you connected? All of those things start coming up. And then you can choose in that moment, okay, I'm going to create a different reality because my reality doesn't have to be this constant list running through my head subconsciously. I can be doing things and yet I have the list running in my mind like an OCD person just running, 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 almost as if I'm going to lose something if I don't run it through my head, like a broken record. And so if I let go of all those things, what would my day look like? And that... I've had days like that and it's the most beautiful experience. And then other days I definitely don't have that. And it's a totally different reality and one that I do not want to live on a day-to-day basis. So it is getting to that point of having more of those free moments in your day. And then that leading into creating a whole new reality on a daily basis for yourself. I think it's the experience of feeling safe without those constructs that feeling safe to to be free Mm -hmm. and like if you let go of something are you still going to be safe right yeah are you still and if the answer is no then what are we doing here like you know what i mean yeah if we're not supported by something if we're not god if there's not god and, and divinity within us guiding us what you know yeah I'm sure that everything would look very differently if that wasn't the case there are too Mm -hmm. many examples of 
something beyond the physical at work. Right? Definitely. Well, I mean, how did we get to today, modern society? Like before modern society and industrialization and, you know, working corporate jobs and all this, like how, think of the Mayans or think of, you know, ancient cultures. How did we get to where we are today? It wasn't staring at a computer screen and, and calling people and texting them and, you know, social media and whatever. It was connecting to the earth, connecting to yourself, connecting to your tribe around you, being one with nature and flowing with the... Uh, the cycles of nature and the universe around you and being totally connected with that, you know, God source and divinity, whatever you want to call it, that knowingness, that consciousness that's running through you. It's, it's there. We've just masked it Mm -hmm. and, and stuffed it down in modern day society with, you know, technology and distractions and, you know, keeping up with, with (laughs) this current, Right. You know, I do think that people who are able to live like this appear to be very authentic because Mm -hmm. they are, even though they're experienced, and this is always the conversation of, you know, what does it look like to be a spiritual person? It doesn't look like Mm -hmm. anything. It just looks like being. And so, but if you're looking at someone and you're like, there's something captivating and authentic and feels good about this. Mm -hmm. The interaction of what this person is saying, how this person is acting. Right. I would argue that in a lot of ways that person is inspired by themselves and Mm -hmm. that they are, they've kind of let go of a lot or they're representing the opposite to show you, you know, like I've, I've been thinking about Gary Vaynerchuk a lot recently. Do you know who that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's funny. And I had seen him speak in Baton Rouge when I was in college at LSU, probably, Jesus, how long mm-hmm. ago was that? Like six, probably seven like seven or eight years ago. Yeah. And he has done, you know, he's created an, an amazing business for himself, but his message mm-hmm. is basically don't have fun, bury your head in the sand, work. Yeah, I know, I've noticed that. Work until death do you part right from grind for a dollar sacrifice 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 Mm -hmm. will that formula get someone to success i don't know i don't know maybe to some certain level but what is success at that point an outward thing something outside of yourself because you if that might be joyful for somebody though that might be a joyful experience for them to just keep their head in the sand and grind well, I think what's interesting is that at different points in our life, we have we we learn through experience of things that may not be optimal for us. So we may there may be you know someone who has to go through the experience of learning from Gary Vaynerchuk how to use social media in oh, a way that a feels stone. good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would argue that that person being very connected, like a lot of the children coming into the world right now, mm-hmm. they have that information without yeah. grinding. They have yeah. that information without working for it. Mm-hmm. That information and data of just how to experience and reach a particular frequency mm-hmm. is inept to them. It's yeah. a part of their DNA to just express. And I think you meant to say innate in them. Not what did inept. I say? <laughs> What's inept. inept mean? It's like you're completely inept of doing Incapable. something. Like inca- yeah. Okay, so the complete so opposite the of opposite what I meant to say. It's innate in, within them. Right. Yeah. Just that they, they come in with a lot of 
a lot of that universal understanding. Mm-hmm. Will Smith's children are a really good example. Have you ever seen anything that they've put out into the world? Mm-hmm. They've written poems oh, yeah. and like taking pi- mm-hmm. taken pictures and things like that. And I believe that they had a lot of publicity surrounding the boy. Mm-hmm. Maybe talking about formal education and things like that. And the way that he was writing and expressing was so profound Mm -hmm. and it was coming from a a child essentially Mm -hmm. it's just a recognition for me or just an understanding that there is definitely something different underlying the world right now Mm -hmm. and it's being expressed through new life and our children and things like that and it's Mm -hmm. really cool and I think that the way that we could potentially use that and grow from that is by connecting to a place that feels free Mm -hmm. in terms of expression and things like that, where we can use people like Gary Vaynerchuk or like Tony Robbins or whoever else we can use their information to remember Mm -hmm. or maybe inspire, but to not feel imprisoned by someone else's tactics and knowing and having that confidence that every experience that you want in your life, every reality Mm -hmm. that you want in your life, you can create. Right. Well, it's just like following a diet. It's like that diet plan works for people for sure. But is it how you want to experience life? Do you want to starve yourself or um, not eat, you know, a certain nutrient for the rest of your life? Or do you want to avoid, you know, sugar for the rest of your life? Do you not want to ever eat a cookie? You know, do you want to experience um, yo-yo dieting, you know, where you like eat nothing and then you eat everything or, you know, it is, it's the same thing with plans for how to be successful at business. It's like, there are so many plans out there for, for things that would work and you would be quote unquote successful or the same thing with like a lifestyle. It's like, Oh, you're going to achieve the way that I view that is that getting to that point is climbing a tall, steep mountain. Yeah. And you're climbing, 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 and then you get to the point, the top mm-hmm. and you're just teetering. You're mm-hmm. teetering based on like the, what brought you up the mountain. You're teetering up there. Mm-hmm. Just wait, basically waiting for the wind to catch you and everything to be gone. Yeah. Well, all of it's useful information. So like even if these plans are like feel not good to you, if you're watching Gary uh, talk to kids and you know you gotta work hard you gotta do whatever never backing down (laughs) you know whatever (laughs) um so if it's that kind of stuff that is a reflection of what is truth to you and you're feeling like that's not gonna work for me you know I don't feel like that would work for me then that's still giving you useful information and it's a stepping stone to get to what does feel good for you and then conversely some people might feel like yes that's what I gotta do and they're gonna do it for say it lasts for 30 days and then all of a sudden they're like you know what I don't feel very well you know I'm depleted I have bags under my eyes I feel so you know cloudy headed I'm not you know making that million dollars like you said whatever then it's going to bring you to a new circumstance, you know? So every single thing out there is a reflection of your own inspiration. Like everything 
is useful out there, whether you agree with it or not, it doesn't matter because it's still leading you to exactly where you need to go and to exactly to what is going to truly inspire you from within and then therefore is going to work for you. Right. And I'm actually, this conversation is making me really excited because I love putting out the content of what works for me. Mm-hmm. And, and and I've almost not even touched on the the business side of of my experience. Yeah. And I really am looking forward to putting out more content that mm-hmm. supports more of a, a feminine approach to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like there's so much content about the grind and action oriented items and and ways to achieve through um depletion and sacrifice and all those things yeah and not so much on the (laughs) being and receiving and being joyful and creating from a place of stability Mm -hmm. and creating from a place of love and not creating when and and that being okay too you know how many how many females are out there saying like to relax to other females and I understand why we're not it's mm-hmm. because that we feel like if we say that and we do that we are missing out on the opportunities that you just mentioned mm-hmm. but even someone like Richard who is experiencing this fully in his life is a very in my opinion successful person because he lives life with inquiry and cu- curiosity and excitement and joy and love and and feels amazing and and does things that he's inspired to do not on anyone else's agenda that to me is success and so mm-hmm. if I can give part of my story and part of what you know gets me to that place hopefully that then becomes a very powerful momentum in the world that mm-hmm. that joy and love and tranquility and self-care mm-hmm. and peace and relaxation and imperfection all of those things can contribute to an idea of success and let's recreate also what that means yeah boom but that also is doesn't mean that you getting to that point means that you're right you know, it no. means that it works for you Absolutely. and it's going to inspire other people to look within themselves and ask themselves, well, what works for me? It might be similar to what you're doing. Right. Well, that's what I just it's said. It's never going to look exactly you know? like. Exactly. Well, no, I'm no, It's just about yeah. kind of providing more data on that, on the behalf of that. Right. Instead of just adding more data to the mm-hmm. grind. Yes. And. Which is, I'm. I am excited about and I'm excited to do it with you. Yeah. Cause me too. I feel like you really helped me. Mm-hmm. You helped me to find that balance in my life mm-hmm. and, um, that support for what I need and what I'm feeling and how to make decisions on that behalf. That mm-hmm. is essential and yeah. very beneficial for me. And I've learned a lot through changing the way that I experience life through that perspective. Yeah, I think that's so awesome and wonderful that you even are are brave enough to connect to yourself and and blaze your own trail and create your own path for yourself because it is already looking so different from what everyone else is doing around you and you are already successful but you're going to be even more successful the more that you keep 
tuning into yourself because there are so many people out there who are telling you to do the opposite. And I know it's been hard for you to ignore or, you know, take that advice for what it is and continue to look in an opposite direction that is so unconventional and everyone else is scared to death around you and saying, what are you doing? This is stupid. What are you doing? And yet it's working for you. And even though it's so scary on an everyday level, (laughs) you are totally a pioneer for people to say, look, do it. You know, even though you are saying this to people the universe is testing you on an everyday Absolutely. level and you are having to walk walk this walk <laughs> walk this walk and you're not just doing the talk you know you are actually having to walk it and that has been an awesome beautiful fascinating experience to watch you do that and thank you for saying that no it really is it's something that you don't and I know you don't need credit for it, but you should appreciate that in yourself because it is so different from what anyone else is doing in my reality that I'm seeing. You know, it's not that people aren't out there doing it, but I don't see it right now. And I know it is. it takes so much strength and courage and discipline and, you know, um, love for yourself to continuously connect, 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 and you having to put one foot in front of the other Mm -hmm. without seeing the map in front of you. You have no road ahead of you and you have to, it's like driving in the car with your headlights on in the fog and you can only see the very next thing and you are just completely blind, but you are having to trust every single step and Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be so awesome when you start sharing that with the world and I know it's taken a little bit for you to even understand what it is that you're going through and going and what's going on but it's so powerful what you're doing and I'm so excited to be a part of it and and honored to watch you go through this whole entire thing because it is so different from what anybody else is doing so I'm really proud of you thank you for saying that you're welcome I really appreciate it and I'm really thankful for your support and I say that all the time but I really really am Mm -hmm. and I know I'm so thankful for this podcast because I do feel that it was something that was so inspired Mm -hmm. for me to do but it also allows me to hear what what is coming through because this is a conversational podcast you know definitely very little is planned very it's it's very channeled and conversational and so Mm -hmm. hearing back the things that I say teaches Mm -hmm. continues to teach me and continues to definitely support me in what I believe to be true Mm -hmm. and there's nothing more true than being in this moment and saying what I'm feeling and referencing that has been very interesting and to be able Mm -hmm. to have you know, certain people around me that can, and you know, I think I've chosen it because it's, I, I choose to go to you when I need particular support that encourages this connection and authentic Mm -hmm. action versus I know what I'm going to get if I go to, 
you know, an angel investor who just Mm -hmm. loves a young entrepreneur. It's like golden when they can just because they are so joyous of having, you know, experience what they experience and they love sharing it. Right. But that experience for me is so different. And, And in a lot of ways, I've needed that. I've needed some of those experiences and, and I've asked for them in particular situations right. and they've helped guide me to what I knew to be true exactly. from the beginning. Yeah. But at the same time, I no longer feel that, that tie to what someone else thinks that I should be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, just because yeah. I'm, I'm interacting with someone or asking for someone's advice or learning from a particular teacher or guide, I no mm-hmm. longer feel like I have to, you know, I don't know if it goes back to just like trying to please everyone around me mm-hmm. um, or do the right thing or see the mission complete, whatever mm-hmm. it has been. But what feels so much better, even though it's scary as shit, yeah. is being led by my own guidance and having people mm-hmm. who support that for me. Yeah. And you support it for you support so many others in that journey as well. Mm-hmm. Um, this podcast supports many people in that journey. The Basic Witch Super Course is intended to be that live experience of so much frequency of so much energy to really more than anything not tell people what to do Mm -hmm. but to get people to understand how to listen to themselves to figure out what to do right being okay with not having the 12-step process of how to get through this Mm -hmm. being okay with following the breadcrumbs be feeling confident Internally, and when you when you begin to trust that subtlety, in times when it's really hard, when it feels so subtle, mm-hmm. you have that assurance that I have myself, and that's all I need. Even if right. I make a mistake, I still have myself. Mm-hmm. Even even if I do something that you know maybe is not what I would have chosen, I have an appreciation and love for myself and my decisions to know that I needed that experience just as much as the experience that made me a million dollars. Exactly. And that is invaluable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, I want everyone to come to our basic witch super course. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Because in, in times where I have shown up for experiences like that that have really gotten me mm-hmm. into myself, they've shifted my life overnight. Yeah. yeah. It is, you know, very true. I've come back from hearing uh, particular people speak on. I think I've I mentioned this author. Her name is Lissa Rankin. Mm-hmm. I've come back from hearing her speak on fear. And, you know, I'm, I'm not I don't continue to follow this person um, for continuous inspiration. Mm-hmm. But that moment and that speech changed my life. Right. I came home. I signed leases. I was able to operate and, mm-hmm. and make decisions without fear. And it was like, that was one of the first visceral experiences of frequency mm-hmm. and clarity that I had ever experienced. And I, and it would not have happened if I would not have shown up in the flesh Yeah, for that, which was in California. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like it was around the corner for me. Right. Um, but it's an investment, but it it always pays off in the end because it, it, you realize it's invaluable to have an experience like that that can shift you in just the right direction of where you need to go to where you stop thinking about it and you just start 
doing starts happening and it yeah it starts unfolding and it actually is even though though it's scary it's exhilarating it's a joyful process for you instead of it's like when the Pleiadians say the difference between fear and exhilaration is breathing you know it's like being on a roller coaster ride and you know screaming and breathing and having a blast versus being constricted in fear you know it's like you still have the same frequency running through your veins but your perception of it is different because you're on a roller coaster ride versus oh god I don't know if my business is gonna fail right you know right yep helicopter yeah just checking on us (laughs) yeah that was a really good description and I agree with everything that you just said And I know from just so many experiences that there's no replication for committing to yourself, committing to new information, Mm -hmm. committing to a new experience, just because your heart is fluttering that direction. It's really incredible. Mm -hmm. I've done, I've done courses with Gabby Bernstein. I've Mm -hmm. done... Um, I've been to tons of longevity conferences. I've heard tons of authors speak. Yeah. I've done, you know, 10 day silent meditations. Mm-hmm. I've done green juice up the ass, up the right, vagina, right. Yeah. in the eyeball, it's, in the ear, a lot of retreats fun. in Puerto Rico. <laughs> I've done so much. Yeah. And <laughs> I now, I now know, I know to not do those things. <laughs> no. I know how to get myself to the next step and it is Mm -hmm. often coming back to this place that we've created through the podcast through this course Mm -hmm. and it's transformational and so Mm -hmm. I hope I hope that everyone who is inspired to come makes the decision to do that for Mm -hmm. themselves Um, it's it's a really joyful time for both of us definitely it's like the most fun thing that we do all year Yeah. yeah because it's all about enhancing your experience of life It's not about taking anything away. It's Mm -hmm. about bringing you to the place of experiencing you and your life from a perspective that is you can appreciate versus constrict. Mm -hmm. And that is exactly what you were explaining, the difference between fear and exhilaration. Mm -hmm. It's just... It's wonderful. You know, like I think about this all the time, people on their deathbed saying, like no one on their deathbed is like, I wish I would have worked harder. I wish I (laughs) would have spent more time at the office. Yeah. Right. No, they're like, I wish I would have taken more risks. I wish I would have, you know, and I wish I would have experienced more. I wish I would have flown that flown to that place. Everyone says travel. A lot of people say, I wish I would have traveled more because you learn every single, I don't care if it's an hour away. I learn so much when I travel. Yeah. It's just getting out of your continuous everyday reality. Right. And thrusting Shaking things up. Right. What do I want in this moment? Mm -hmm. Like you do have to trust a compass when you're traveling because you don't know where you are. Right. And yeah. Well, it forces you to trust yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So if we can help or inspire anyone to be in their own power Mm -hmm. to be able to make those big decisions which I've seen that we are we've had like our past our past basic witch super course we've had someone start their own business Mm -hmm. we've had people you know get their raises that they have been scared to ask for change careers Mm -hmm. um, move to the other side of the country there have been so many things that have happened as a result Mm -hmm. of just that 
fearlessness and mm-hmm. connecting to who you are. Yeah. And the people who, the other people who come to the super course are all part of your support system too, because we're all going through the same thing, you know, right. and connecting with people from all different parts of the country and staying in touch with them and, and having a sounding board that you're connecting with in the flesh. You know, some people in the um, Raw Talk Facebook group have mentioned you know, I don't have any quote unquote basic witches around me, you know, name your home hometown and different things like that. But if like once coming to this course, you form a real life bond with someone, it doesn't matter if they're across the country, you yeah. know, you're always in tune with them and in touch with them. And right. that has been fun for people as well. And it, it further creates the momentum moving forward of this power of not only femininity mm-hmm. and female energy, but that this power of support for just being who you are mm-hmm. and being in the experiences that are coming into your life and knowing that you have people and and support for doing that when it feels like you might not otherwise well especially telling you it's okay to break down it's okay to completely do a 180 course correction and just start in a new direction you know some people just need the permission from other people surrounding them and reflecting back to them saying it's okay to to let go it's okay to surrender it's okay to start something completely new so um that has been interesting and you know like you were saying before i've i've done this i've I've shot green juice and you know my vagina and in my eyeball and all this kind of stuff whatever i'm not kidding uh, i know (laughs) i know you're not but if that served you though sometimes it takes emulating what other people are doing to a t until you realize okay i'm gonna morph this into my own thing because a lot of people do need the the rubric or the platform or the foundation yeah we continue to learn from people from teachers that we 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 have Mm -hmm. tons of teachers in the world always always and the teachers that I've grown to appreciate and love so much throughout this journey are the ones that are not saying it has to be this way. I'm your guru. Mm-hmm. I'm your leader. Mm-hmm. I'm your priest. Yeah. Doesn't work for mm-hmm. me. What works is someone who can authentically be themselves and be okay with you authentically being yourself. Right. And that's what you and I are working towards every day. That's what mm-hmm. we bring to the table at the Basic Witch Super Course, mm-hmm. along with lots of other things. Like, so. like killer dance moves. Yeah. <laughs> definitely she, yep. Sheena's dance moves are don't make stellar. people feel uncomfortable they might feel uncomfortable <laughs> if they think they're going to show up and well, have to dance well, I don't force anyone to dance no but everyone is inspired when you dance so I think you should dance <laughs> always <laughs> you're telling me that so that you can watch me dance yeah I enjoy it <laughs> it's one of my favorite things observing you you dancing what you're feeling <laughs> I got to be inspired, you know? I know. You physically if I'm inspired to bust a move, what that's what will take place. Yep. If not, you'll just have to be okay with, with other things. I think you'll be inspired. I can help you be inspired. We'll surely see. Yep. <laughs> anyway, if you want more information on the Basic Witch Super Course, it's uh, www.basicwitch.net backslash super course. And that will bring you to the Mind Body page where you can sign up and enroll. And if you need any support and enrolling, Liz is our coordinator and she can be found at the space at rawrepublicjuice.com. And it's in October, about a month away. It's going to be October 20th really through 22nd. amazing. The weather, it's, it's basically the only month in New Orleans where the weather is 
perfection. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's one of the most best. One of the most best. It's the most bestest ever of the months of the twelve months of the year. Yeah, for you to visit. <laughs> and there's a music festival the next weekend if you wanted to make a long trip out of it. Oh, but, cool! Um, I didn't know that. Voodoo Fest. Oh yeah, Voodoo Fest. Yeah. So, anyway. I am thirsty. I have yep. to pee. Yep. And I'm inspired to go get a smoothie. So Yeah, we have to fulfill our needs. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone has an amazing week. I've seen three hawks fly overhead during the recording of this podcast, which has ha- happened overlooking a beautiful lake. And I hope that some of that is brought into your field. Right. Are you giving and people frequencies of this? Yeah, and the butterflies. And the that butterflies. We've seen. Um, I mean, we also had a funeral pr- <laughs> procession, but, but that is, you know, a sign <laughs> to, you know, throw away your past. It's done. We're moving on. People. And if you're going to be in a box, eventually you might as well. Wow. Go for it. Right. Wow. <laughs> wow. Go for I'll it. I'll pretend that that wasn't the most morbid thing ever said ever, but you okay. might be burned. <laughs> oh my God. You might not be, you might not be in a box hole. I, I feel like I've been be burned, burned past to lives, dust. so I think I'm, I'm I know good. you're so afraid of it. I'm very fearful of that. Okay, so I'll just reiterate. We saw up. a few hawks and egrets, <laughs> What's in some squirrels, <laughs> and that's all, folks. We have a lot of mossy southern trees in the heat, which is also very pretty. You know, our listeners are comfortable with death. Okay, I was over that. <laughs> I was over that topic, but thanks for re- revisiting it. You guys are good. Hashtag basic witch. Hashtag is basic really wizard. A, a rebirth. It's just a transformation. transformation. Wow. Score. Nailed it. Peace, everyone. Have a great week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.